Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, yes. to the new, the new podcast on Balance of Opinions. Uh-huh. It's called The Collective, with your boy, King ECG. Uh, yeah, and, and I my guy. The one and only bus a bus, Mr. Fee Bus. Yeah, yeah. So, um, just so y'all know, this is the first episode. It's just me and him right now. We are going to get artists, producers, like Phoebus's, engineers, night. filmmakers, music makers, everything, okay? That's we're going right. to be bringing everybody up on here. But first, we want to introduce you to the two co-hosts so that you get familiar with us, so you can get familiar. You get it? You dig? Uh-huh. All right. So, today, we Ooh, thought yeah. we'd talk about uh, a few topics. So, you know, we're we going to talk about some rappers that got blackballed, okay? Uh, the first one for me is NBA Youngboy with his beef with uh, OTF, Little Dirk and them after uh, Vaughn right. got killed yeah. by Rondo, yeah. uh, Rondo 9 or whatever. I don't really listen to that guy. He's bozo anyways. But um, he, his music, and Atlantic, like there was a few rappers, him, Meat Mills, Lupe, who said Atlantic just uses and abuses their artists and doesn't give them you know what I mean? The respect that they deserve. You know what I mean? In the royalties, like, you know, it's just, it's crazy. But I always heard they always had, like, some dead-end contracts for the artists. Yeah, like, it wasn't just, even the 360s. It was like, they can't get out of it. It's a forever contract or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so in, in terms of that, I mean, you could see how they could feel enslaved by their own contract. Yeah. Well, you you know, Phoebus, you, you've been in this business they for 20 away years. with it. You've been in this business for 20 years. You know how it is when it comes to these record companies. You know what I mean? Everything is in conjunction with them making 80% of what you're doing, and you're getting a little 20, and they say, yo, listen, here's $2 million, but you got to pay that back with interest. Uh, Yeah, or even that $2 million, you know, it's only a fraction of that $100 million that they actually made. Using your music and your your, your likeness, yeah, your likeness. Yeah, you know? I mean, even yeah. Prince, right? Remember, Prince had his problems, and then he went to the artist formerly known as Prince. That's right. Because he's like, listen, they the bought, budget, they the took budget. The name. Well, yeah. Well, remember, they're like, oh, we we helped you make all this music, and he goes, no, you didn't. I recorded everything myself. I mixed and mastered everything myself. So the budget that you're giving me is my money. But guess what? You owe me more than that. Where's the rest of my money? That's right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, well, you know, you already know that they don't have no answer for that because they always thought the creators were under them. Oh, of course. Like that, of course. You know, even if you're the, the driving force of the industry, it's like they want to mule you and milk you for everything that you have. Of course. Instead of giving you actually your due benevolence, as they say. Yeah, or your just due, right? Like, you know, if, if, if I, me, if I was an artist... Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And I I took 80% of my income and put it into the album. Okay. And I didn't ask you for a dollar. I just asked you to give me a dis- distribution deal or I asked you to help with the marketing. Well, then I should still reap that 80% because I put up 80% of the money to fund this. Oh, yeah. You're 20% okay. Even, even if they wanted to see, oh, let's go 50-50. I, you, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying that it's right, but it's okay. But you're going to tell me that all their marketing 
made the music or the artist made the music and the marketing just helped push it to more people. I mean, that was the whole thing. They thought, the artists thought, artists thought that they had to go get a record deal to even broaden their, their reach. Yeah, well, it, it was at, 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 in the early 2000s, like not, you needed a record deal because here's the thing. Social media didn't exist. The internet wasn't, was a baby, right? Compared okay. to now, we're like, you know what I mean? But we'll get into that later. But that was one of the first artists that, that uh, I've seen that were blackballed. Do you know what I mean? Do, do you have one or do you need, you need oh, to yeah. fire off one? Okay. Oh, yeah, I think, what about Tory? I mean, let's bring it more modern. Well, I'm, Tory Lanez was uh, one the, artist who's actually been M- blackballed. NBA young boy, boy is, is pretty modern. I mean, that's very like true. He, he's okay, like two, three only... years, like, you know what I mean? Minimum. Of this blackballing, like he's not getting the views, he's not he's not being able to put out music. You know what I'm saying? And if he does, it's kind of like they got a stranglehold on. I thought it. he had a strong he fan a, base. No, he has a strong fan base, but you have to remember when you have these deals with these people, it doesn't matter who puts the music out when it's out there. They put they tag on it. It's theirs because you signed a contract. That's how they Dang. get you. You know what? At the end of the day, it was whoever had paid. For that studio time, owns it sh- that. It record. should, it should. But That's how it usually is. No, but no, it should be like that. But to give you more detail with NBA Youngboy, yes, he was on house arrest. Okay. He made all this music at his house. And they still came and said, hey, yo, run that. Dang. You feel me? Those are those loopholes in those contracts ah. that ain't reading over the big well, words. Well, it's not even the big words. It's the fine print, my G. That's how they... Remember they say you want to hide something from a black man, you put it in a book. Well, that's what right? they used to say. And, and also, if you want to trick a black man, you put it in a book. So it's like... It's they a it's a catch-22. They used to say that because they wasn't they wasn't giving us the education due either way. Yeah. Or they wasn't trying to keep us up to... And that's exactly it. Why aren't they u- using and, and exposing uh, more of their own as artists? Why aren't they just doing... Giving them the same record deal they gave us. Come on, you know why? That's the, yo, that's yo, the I, question. I, I don't want to turn it too crazy into that that race thing, but listen, people, and this is just me. I'm not, I'm not looping Phoebus into this. We are responsible for literally eighty five percent of the entertainment on this planet. Eighty five percent of the creativity, entertainment on all these social media platforms. Yes, there's different genres of music, but guess what? The blues was done by what? A black man, right? Okay. Your rock and roll came from a black man. Okay. Hip-hop came from reggae. People don't know these things, bro. They just think somebody was just banging on some drums and made, nah, son. Like You know that's the truth. We, we got so much creativity because of things that have happened over thousands of years that within our tribes as Africans, you know what I mean? We had our battle cries and, you know, there's a lot of stuff. I would have thought so. Like, you know, all that drum pattern, the drum beating actually came from more of the tribal experience before it actually got shipped over here and we decided to use it. And, and put syn- lyrics synthesize over. it. Yes, and synthesize it true and make patterns and loops and stuff like that and then be able to use it so that we can sing songs over them, you know. I think the whole creativity, though, you know, there's no hold on the artist, you know. The artist, if the artist gets a bad deal, you know, they can hold out. 
They can, but then, you know, <clears throat> do you want to hold on on your career and possibly sink it when you might have just, just gotten hot? Like, sorry, people, we, we kind of did, like, a whole loop, but we're going to get to the Tory Lanez. So, like, Tory Lanez, I'm going to make a public apology right now to Tory Lanez. I thought you did it, my guy. Oh. And I was crucifying you because I'm like, yo, oh. you know what I'm saying? I felt, yo, I know you out here getting girls, and I shouldn't be doing this because I'm a, I'm a fat nigga. But I'm like, this little short-ass nigga that need a baby seat to sit up in the back seat probably got upset because Shorty was stunting on him. So, Tory Lanez, I apologize. I, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. Is it but too I, late for apologies, though? Well, not for me. I'm not the one blackballing him. I still listen to Tory's music. I just said, yo, you did. Because, you know, the, the thing for us as people, we don't really hold our own accountable all the time. Do you see what I'm that's, saying? Hey, black or, I mean, male or female. That's, I, I, I never cute. said male. I just said, us right. as a people, I we that. don't hold our own accountable. And when I mean accountable, mm-hmm. I'm talking about instead of social media blasting one of our own, mm-hmm. we, we have adopted what others have called the cancel culture. And in our, our generation now, especially with Kyrie, you know, I stand with you, Kyrie, um, we, we need to start counsel culture instead of counsel counsel does that make sense so if i do something that may affect the rest of us it doesn't mean you go on tv you go on social media you go in your music and blast me you get a hold of me you find me you mean you sit in a room you listen to what i have to say uh, i listen to what you have to say and we figure a way to combine our thought processes and understand where each other is coming from and form new things because we are extremely creative. We do a lot of this crazy stuff out here, man. And it's like, yo, people don't realize that there's there's the kid that could have been Michael Jordan that he made a bad decision and landed him in jail. True. You know what I mean? Stack bundles, R.I.P. Chinks drugs, R.I.P. Takeoff, R.I.P. Like we gotta remember that you know some of that stuff is also set up that to crash whatever we was building as well, right? No, no, of course. So when we're always when we're on the right course, yeah, to actually creating something. I'm talking about those who have been held accountable, right? Yeah, and they're making actually great strides to better the community, right? Yeah, and they well, they are the ones actually being struck. Down right now. Nipsey Hustle. Do, do you see what I'm saying? So, but remember, it whatever conspiracy theory you people want to have about how Nipsey got dead, the, the simple fact is one of our own took our own out. When he was in the area, the hood, whatever you want to call it, try to make people's lives better. Try to show show people there that you can make it out and be a businessman, that you don't have to go and beg and ask for handouts, that you can just stay to the grind, wow. stick to the goal, and keep it going. Because like Nipsey said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Not everything's going to come to you in one day. You know what I mean? Phoebe's been doing music for 20 years. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? In yeah, the very my beginning, shadow ban is real. In the beginning, maybe the beats went fire, but I can tell you right now, he probably got 100, 200 beats right now. Working, clockwork. You, you see what I'm saying? That if if Drake was to take one, boom. I guess that's for a like, fire for gone. You see what yeah. I'm saying? So like, and that's just a that's just my thought process when it comes to that. But yeah, with Tory Lanez, yes again, I want to say I apologize. And yeah, Tory Lanez. Like, I don't think he should be worrying about being blackballed because he's in a position right now where he might be doing a lot of jail time. He's, you know what I mean? No, he ain't. 
I, listen, no, I'm about yeah, saying Remember yes. the devil's lying. Let's just talk about that. All right. All right. Because honestly, they try and threaten our artists all the time. If we don't go with their agenda, then this is when we all of a sudden have to face jail time or all of a sudden have to face some sort of consequence for not going along with their agenda or along with their plan. And I think, you know, they intended on keeping Tory Lanez as like uh, one who's propagating like more violence or for our black community. They used them very well down there in America, right? Yeah. Although, you know, that his music might not own, like in, entirely embody him. Like it might not all be like yeah, what he wanted to come out from him, you know. What I'm yeah. Saying? But this is the stuff they was exploiting from him to make the black culture look even more violent, to look well, even more crazy. Here's like the thing. in honest. And then when he goes to change it up and he says, I'm not gonna do that long term uh deal with you guys, this is where this is where Tory Lanez begins to get that trouble. Of course, but then, you know, we also have to listen to, uh, not listen, we also have to realize the music that we as people are putting out now. Like, drill music is, I listen to drill music. I'm not going to act like a hypocrite. I listen to drill music. It's great to work out to. It's great to just get a, like, a super intense vibe. You know what I mean? You're doing something that just, for me, puts me in, in, in the mood. But, you know, people around me know I've always listened to hardcore rap. Like, yes, I do listen to the Lupe Fiasco, and I might listen to the Wale, but I'm turning up to Meek Mills. I'm turning up to Styles P. I'm turning up to DMX. I'm I'm turning up to 50 Cent. Right. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, oh, I'm out here. I'm in the hood. You know what Yo, I mean? I, I like that, right? I like that part. I mean, there's different parts of the black culture, right? Of, of hip-hop. Learn from, yeah, that we can learn from. But listen to this, though. So the Meek Mills, the 50s, the all the ones that you were naming there. Yeah as they were being exploited by the industry, were propagating more violence for the black community. And that's the stuff you call hype or more yeah. entertaining, that intenseness of it, right? Yes. So when the violence begins to happen as a reality in the cultures, of the, in the culture and in the community, right? Mm -hmm. Because of all the drill music, because of all these yeah. musics that is hyper intense, right? Yeah. Where are they at when all these people are dying? Oh, why why are the celebrities entitled to be quiet now when what they've actually been singing has come to reality? Because at the end of the day, yet again, RP chinks drugs. They still they they, they 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 make money off you when you like Nipsey. I know you're not here, but yo, my guy, I salute you. You made sure you had all your masters. So when you went. Oh, and his dreams went through the roof. Guess who got the money? His family. You know who's watching over his family? He got. No, I feel you, but like you, you know, know you saying? look at D, look at DMX. DMX died. DMX family didn't get that money. <laughs> you think DMX family got no money? Nah. Man, they they he was in a rat. He was in a rough deal too. They see? they they ring that out until like the last of the last yeah. of the last drop came. You can out. say he got it pretty bad because he was <laughs> actually one where he had the following before the following was popular. Ah, like DMX was one of them artists where like if he went er, er, everybody out of every borough came out to come see who this man is as he stood obviously for a lot of people in a lot of communities. Yeah. You know, and, and but he began to stand against the violence. He began to stand. Remember he said I, I, I no more say, slipping, right? No, listen. I, I wouldn't say that he would he, he was standing against it. What I 
for me, I take certain artists differently than other people. So for, for me, DMX touched me because a lot of his music I could relate to because some of the scenarios and situations that he was talking about, I may not myself have been going through that, but mm-hmm. I had family members and friends around me okay. that were going through that type of stuff. Okay. Do you see what Do I'm saying? Do you think that DMX was blackballed? No, he couldn't have been blackballed. What? No, no, no. Listen, there was no way they could have blackballed DMX. What? Bro, okay. he he dropped two albums in one year, my nigga, okay. and went double platinum. That's not blackball. No, no, no. Okay, it's blackballed when right after he had dropped those albums there, that they make more, they exploit more of his addiction and try to land the man more prison time because they know the following is real. No, here's the thing though, we can go ahead and blame the uppers, right? But what about the people that were around him, bro? This is the thing. What I mean by we gotta hold our own accountable. If if you if if you you're the money bank, okay? You blow up. I've been with you for twenty years. You're you're the gold mine. If you're somewhere you're not supposed to be, my job as your man's is to tell you, nah, son, we ain't over there. You know what I mean? Look, okay, people, look at the offset situation. Offset and take we off. Ain't there yet. No, we no, ain't there no, yet. no, no. Hold on. You think they should have been shooting dice at a in the hood? Tell me what white Chinese Asian brown whatever billionaire or millionaire is in these environments. You know what I mean? When's the last time Jay Z went to Marcy? That's the question. That's the <laughs> right? actual question. Right? You know why he ain't going to Marcy? Because he knows. That's where he came from. Once you reach a certain level, you can't be in certain places anymore. No, no, no. What you're saying is you can't go back to where you came from. No, you can, but you can't stay there. What I mean you can't stay there, if Jay-Z went through once a year and did something for Marcy. But he hasn't. Because Jay-Z's above that and like I don't. I don't like to talk ill of Jay-Z or talk good about Jay-Z. I just say Jay-Z is Jay-Z. That's my that's my personal opinion. But you know, we go to the Nipsey hustle. Nipsey was in his hood. But most of these rappers that are dying, except except for Takeoff and them, like Chinks Drugs and and um Stat Bundles died in their hood, fam. They driving around, it took a hater, pop pop. You see what I'm saying? Boozy said it the best. Sometimes when you live in a city, and this is just strictly for America, and you blow up, some people get hypnotized by hate. They was in the same school with you, Hold saying, on. why he get these opportunities? Why he, why, because well, he worked. But you were saying that, you were saying hypnotized by hate, right? Yeah. So you think that only, like, Americans? Black no, Americans? no, no, I'm not saying, okay. I'm, 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 like, I'm trying to make it as factual and to the point on, like, where I'm talking about. Okay. Because I can't say I've heard of Calgary or Canadian artists that have gone back to their neighborhood and died. This is happening in America. Which we're in America. I know for my Americans, they're going to say, you in North America. Yeah, I'm Canadian though, bro. Like, I'm not trying to segregate us. I'm just stating where I come from. So when I speak on your culture or I speak on your country or I speak on your cities, it's because I did my research, bro. Do your research on us. And then come talk to me. Until then, nice that.
with the beacon. Uh, Toronto can, slang. You can actually you can actually see even more recent uh little little New York, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Toronto. Toronto. Is getting Yeah, it's getting hectic. And that, that's the thing though. Like I, I shout out to DJ forty four, man. He's the guy that helped me start this podcast, this whole podcasting journey from the very beginning. Listen, if you need a DJ, holla at DJ forty four. He on TikTok and IG, you get me? DJ forty four. All right. If 44 ain't playing it, it ain't getting played. It ain't hot, son. You get me? But anyways, um, I was talking to him, and I'm like, yo, there's so many nice artists in Toronto. Why can't they work together? He goes, yo, there's too much politics. There's too much, like, my friend got killed or, you know what I mean? And, you know, more blood begets more blood. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, people yeah. can't let things go because they're still in pain, and that, that's the problem with our community in general, like, not I'm not even talking just about America. I'm talking about all over the That's world. What I'm saying, you know what I mean. I'm we, saying like our culture, our very people, all over the world. We have a crab in the bucket mentality. Well, I'm saying we're affected even by our artists from all over the world, yes. all over the world. Because if we hear Bob Marley, let's say he was one who's also blackballed. Stop it. He did well for everybody else, but then when it came time, you know what I mean. <sighs> It's, mm. it's hard for me mm. to fully agree with that because Bob Marley's kids are so well off. And and what I mean well off, I'm not talking well off because of the money. They're well off because of the work that, and the legacy they father put through mm. that they themselves have found their niches. And do you know what I mean? And and that's the thing for, for anybody. I don't care about the color. It's your legacy. It's what you oh, leave. Hold on, hold on. They became diamonds, right? They became people that... You know, the industry's looking to them now for that entertainment as well as, as much as their father had it. Of course, but they yeah. had to cultivate that. They, they didn't just wake up and become that just because they're dad. No, think about it. Some people think they that that's possible too, right? No, hold on, no. I'm going to show you something. I know you people ain't here for sports. Steph Curry, his dad brought him to every single NBA game he could. Steph Curry was shooting on an NBA basketball court at the age of seven. His dad put him in position... You want this, son? Here you go. Got to work for it. Stephen Curry right now is one of the, no, he's the greatest shooter of all time. The most revolutionizing player of all time. The threes that they shoot in the NBA right now, that's because of Steph Curry. It's not because some other, it's Steph Curry. So, yet again, the legacy that you leave. His father, Del Curry, is nowhere near what Steph Curry is. But his father, once he was in the door, he presented the opportunity to his son and said, if you want it, work for it. And that's what his son did. The thing is, we don't have enough good role models out here pushing the youth to do better. Because when you listen to drill music, drill music isn't different than the rap we had back in the days. Like I said, when I say DMX and all these guys, right? Remember, these are all stories. These are all interactions. These are all experiences that most I know there's a couple of these CB4 niggas out here. Don't get it twisted. I'm about to say every rapper's telling the truth. I'm just saying, if you know, you know. Right? Like, you look at 50. 50 Cent got shot nine times. Boo-boo. You look at 50 Cent's history, his music is his life. Oh, yeah. Eminem. Okay? For everybody on, out but, here that... But they used... they see, see, the industry uses our very pain to try and make more money. For themselves, that's always going to be the business, though. Yeah, but it's always, but it's always going to be. The that business. was their business model. Remember, if we start talking about 
black empowerment, black growth, yeah. and black success, they're going to cut all the ties with us, right? They're not going to do that. that. You know what? It is? Yet again, we don't support our own. FUBU was here. How many niggas you knew was out here rocking FUBU? Not a he lot. Was rock, he was rocking FUBU. Yeah, because I was rocking Stop. with it. I went, but I'm not saying, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about others who seen what was going on okay, and they, didn't they, stand behind two. it. No, there's two. I was wearing FUBU too. Right? No, but that's what I'm saying though, right? Like, how many people can we honestly say were actually behind that brand? Remembering this, if we don't side with them, they're going against us. They're not giving us the avenues to, to, to further get a better reach for our products. Okay. So let me ask you this. How does Death Row Records, Bad Boy, and Rockefeller become three of the most conglomerate record labels that were started from who? Black people. Cool. Puff, Daddy, Puff Daddy put the money up. Now, yeah, he went and got deals, okay? But he owns Bad Boy. Rockefeller, they dash it themselves. I shop Jay-Z everywhere. They said, nah, he's, he spits too fast. He's too slow. He's too this. He's too that. They went and made Rockefeller. Yeah, they got a distribution deal, but Rockefeller was black-owned. That's why they got Rockaware, right? So, like, yet again, Death Row, that was the biggest. Remember, they came for it. Yeah, but they came for it because... Remember like Death, Death Row? Death Row came for it because Suge Knight got they greedy, bro. Got greedy. Who was behind Death Row, though? Suge Knight. Gang banging. Jimmy, Jimmy, don't forget the Jimmy, pay, the pockets, the money. No, Jimmy, yo. no, no, hold on. J- Jimmy wasn't death row. Jimmy was um NWA. Uh, NWA. That, that, that Jimmy had nothing to do with Rockefeller. Had nothing man, to do with, with, with I would figure ever since that culture got started, right? That culture got started. Listen, and, I and understand. The, you but know, remember, gangster rap, were, gangster rap came from the West Coast. Yeah, but they were paying He's, to hear music about us killing each other. Yes, but you also have to realize with NWA, the, the the first purpose of NWA was to let people know what was going on. Remember, the white suburban kids that had no idea about it were like, oh my God, this is really happening? I want to listen. I want to be immersed in it. I don't even know if it's only them because, you know. I'm saying that, that's what started with. What we had, remember they had that saying, if you ain't scared to go to church, you know what I'm saying? And black people used to take their kids to church, you know what I'm saying? Oh. The time, you know what I'm saying? So when it came to listening to gangster music, it was completely a contrary idea, right? Yeah. So they were actually paying to actually, I would, I, I don't want to say it like that, but like I'll poisoning our minds. Of course, but you right, know what else that is poison- we would leave something that was actually built up as a foundation and begin to listen to other people's perspective of the few who were being paid to tell us what to think yes but then as soon as because i don't want to go on the soon, road, but, but i might have to go hold on, on as soon it. as they started talking as soon as snoop started talking snoop lying no it, it, it ain't gonna sell as much it ain't gonna sell as much as soon as uh nwa i don't even know if they ever found a good street but a lot of bad things had to happen to within the group as soon as they seen that the the vision for for uh, uh, propagating more violence in the black community. As soon as they seen that was turning to more of a good thing and a growth thing, they cut it down. And I'm not talking about the black owned, like the black people who own their businesses. I'm talking about the people who are funding it behind the scenes. Those are the ones who are blackballing 
the message, not necessarily the messengers. Okay, so. You know what I'm saying? DMX, I, I, great, I was, great, great. I know, I feel you. You went down I'm this, whole, this hole, and I got to help pull you back up out of it. And, oh. and the only reason why I have to help you pull it back out of it, people, please don't take what I'm saying. Oh, wait. You can take everything I'm saying to the bank. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. What I say, don't, don't take what I'm saying to heart. Okay? I'm not that guy. But if you really want to be honest, okay, the Bible, Jesus, that was given to us as oh, black people when we came here what? as as their religion. If you go back to Africa, you go back to these tribes, uh-huh. Jesus don't exist over there, uh-huh. my G. Well, let's, so, let's, so, get, let's get this right, okay, because you're going to say this. But obviously the J in itself didn't come around until the Grecians ruled the world because there is no J in the Hebrew language no, and, and i understand As that we understand we understand that right no no, no of so course are you can you say that um if they kept jesus as a black face right yeah if they kept jesus as a black that would mean black empowerment wouldn't it of course but so what i'm what trying they to get use to... the white face of jesus for no no, no but what i'm trying to explain to you is that if <laughs> it's you it's the same thing in our in our hip-hop in our music if we're not if we're not saying that we are less, it is not making money for them. You say that, but then what about Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole? What about them? They're very conscious rappers who keep it in the time in the time of hunted. Okay. We're gonna keep it a hundred, okay? In the time of actual black violence, where they asked J. Cole, hey man, can you be a leader? Because you have a whole lot to say. You're the most popular right now. You're the most popular right now. Can you do you have something to say as a leader in our <coughs> black community? He said, Nah, I can't. And he immediately backed away from it. You see? So when you're given an opportunity, even as a prominent black figure in the black community, to speak not even just against what you're what you've been propagating, but I'm saying like, turn it off, please. Saying and you're given a chance to actually now affect your reality being like you're not just known for your music, you know, but all the things you say, you figure that's a person, a human being now, right, that you can put in charge of something or as a leader or something in the black community. How come at that point that they just shy away from it and go back to the bull? But, uh, see, that's the thing, though. I, I can't say J. Cole and Kendrick went back to the bull. Because their music has never really been perpetuating violence. If if you like, I put all these hip hop artists in tears. So when I when I look at J Cole and Kendrick, those are the more conscious rappers who are actually using lyrics. There's actually a message. Even Nas, yeah. there's a cool, message cool. in that music. Facade. I'm saying it's a facade that you know. It's like. Um, Sure, they gave us the chance to do the music, and we that's what's on our mind. And we want to, you know, talk less about the violence and maybe more about promiscuity, maybe more about drunkenness, maybe more about our addictions, maybe more about the black family th- being torn apart. Maybe that's, maybe that's what they allow us to say. But they won't just say, hey, you can get on your mic, come out here because you've been a leader in our entertainment industry and say, you know what? It's time for blacks to stay up, stand up now. Public Enemy tried and, it. And walk away from the... But Public Enemy tried it. Fight the power. Those that, 
20 to 30 years apart now. Of course, but what I'm saying is in every in every decade or every generation of rappers, there are the few that try to highlight what we need to do as a people and how we can help ourselves. But at the same time, us as people, we can't look at every single prominent black person as a role model because we're all human. Nobody is perfect. People have dark secrets. People have skeletons in their closet. Now, if you're the same person you were 10 years ago, I agree. Then you haven't grown. So people grow, right? So you're right. You're right. Now, now with social media, we are now able to create our own platforms. We are now able to spread more of a voice. Now, it does get shadow banned. It does get blocked. But guess what? If we create our own, if, if us as people, see, that's it. Okay, we're going to go hire some of these tech people. Okay. Or you know what? We're going to send our kids to school to learn, this, to, to learn this tech and, okay. to, and, and to be the new leaders. Mm-hmm. Then things will work. Mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving said it himself the best. Anybody born between 1981 and I think he said 1996 or 1998, we are the new generation that needs to make sure that we teach the youngins, hey, you don't have to follow code. You don't have to be this mindless dummy. Do your research. Know your history. Know where you come from. All of that. Build not destroy. What you want to destroy is all the badness and the bad creativity that's coming because all they want us to do is sing about killing each other. Uh, all they'll pay us for. Let's get it like that because it's what it's turning into is that we're becoming an entertainment industry of justice. Where we're entertaining the ideas of even those who we don't even believe in. I, I can't say what we don't and, believe in because I, I have to I have black to be empowerment, honest. Black growth. I'm just saying as artists, what what the black society even does towards each other, it does affect the neck the next uh I guess I would call it a race, the next bunch of races that are out here. But you know what the black culture does because we are exploited so much. Yes. People have a chance to watch what we're going through, how we deal with it. And how we either either rise above it or fall underneath it. Of course, but the, the thing is, when we're not given the tools to succeed, when we're not, when we're worried about being in the club, itchy-i-a, being on the block, when we have opportunities to do better, mm-hmm. then we can't blame others for our ignorance. Because you know and I know we've always had somebody in our family, somebody around us that said, hey, bruh, that's not a good look. And we ignored it because guess what? In this world today, everybody is living for the now. They're not living for the future. They're not seeing the big picture. Everything is today, today, today. And I'm not saying you need to look so far in the the future that you don't stay present, but you can be present and look 20 steps ahead. So can we say that the people who are really getting blackballed are the ones who are looking 20 steps ahead? Some of them. But you know what? I'm going to give you another person. I'm going to give you another person. What do you got? The baby. Okay? He made homophobic slurs, and his sales dropped. His, you know, um, his, some of his tours. You know where the sales drop? You know why the tours drop? Come on now. Stop listen, I, listen, what do you mean stop it? I'm admitting that he's been blackballed. Yeah. I'm not saying that he had no reason to be blackballed, and I'm not saying that he did. 
Do you okay, see what I'm saying? Okay, okay. What I'm saying is he was blackballed. Everybody knows. I mean, you can go on YouTube. You can read a book. You can read the newspaper. It's out there why he got blackballed. Okay? According to them. Well, not according to them. It's, it's yes. factual. He he said that stuff, and a community that I'm not going to name because we're just starting up, and obviously, I ain't trying to get this. Obviously. You know what I mean? Sure. They, they have gotten more power than us. Do you know what I mean? They want more rights than us. And I'm yet again, I'm not against people no. getting their right. And I'm not telling them We're that they're... We're talking about equal rights across the board. Hey, how long did it take for us to be known as a man in America? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, well, when, when did we get freed from slavery in America? Mm. 2022. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all I can say is uh, it is what it is. If Fe- you know, FIBA you know. Setting. If you know, you know. Uh, Another rapper that got uh, blackballed, Pop Hunter. After people found out he cooperated with the police, numerous artists have not worked with him due to the fact they feel like he's a snitch. It's the same thing that happened to Six Nine, right? You go here, you portray that you're bad, and I don't know, I I don't know too much about Pop Hunter, so I'm not gonna speak on him. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my ire towards Six Nine. Okay. He was out here popping all this stuff in gang, 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 bang, bang, right? Mm-hmm. And then when shit hit the fan, guess what he did? Yeah, Ratatouille. But he was his money. His popularity was coming because they perpetuated more that he was a violent, out of hand. But that's what the kids let, want. Let's go, let's go, right? That's and, what the kids And want. when he did that, that's when they put the money on him. But when he got too popular, when he got too popular, this is when they decided to blackball him. This is always the what always happens. Yeah. It's like they give everybody a boundary except for themselves. Of course. Of course. I'm just talking about those who are funding or behind the scenes of this industry that we're really just playing in. Yeah. It's not even our industry to be even met. We should create our industry, honestly, and really hold each other or hold each other accountable within that. Yeah. Let's get to Lupe, okay? So Lupe feels like since he talked about America being terrorists... And Obama, he's been blackballed. Now, he's making a little comeback. People enjoyed the last album he dropped. Do you know what I mean? Got to watch about that name, too. I know. Listen, we don't want to be shadow banned for this, man. We just talking, okay, people? Don't yes. don't, 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 don't go too crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, could, could Lupe really talk about one of the third richest families on earth? Listen, I don't want to go too deep into it, but... I've had this analogy for years. You heard me say this. I'm going to say it again. You heard this here first, okay? So the biggest pimp in the world is the government. Facts. Still. When you turn 18, who you paying paying taxes to? Still is. Okay. Biggest drug dealer in the world. Who you think that is? Pharmacies. Oh, your leg hurt? We got a pill for that. Oh, your toe hurt? We got a pill for that. Oh, pill for this, pill for that. They don't want to cure nothing. They just want to make money hand over fist. Biggest gang is the police. Not the army. Every every country has their army, right? But every city has their own police. Go ahead and line up all the police in every single country, and they will outnumber the military. They'll outnumber the gangs. No, the military. The gangs, those aren't gangs, bro. You know what I call those? Resistance. Boys clubs. Boys and girl clubs. That's what I call them. Yes. <laughs> okay. Because you know, spots or somebody. Yeah. Well, because well, if you look at their numbers and you look at the numbers of the police, it's way more. Oh, 
Oh yeah, well, definitely. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not trying to diss no I gang understand. members. I'm not. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. You're not. You know, at You're the not. end of the day, like I'm just looking at everything realistically. Like I'm not trying to overhype or undersell anything. I'm just stating a point that if you just look at numbers, look at the scenarios, look at the situations, that's what it is. But you know, yeah, um, like numbers of persons for sure. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, the, the, like I said, the, the blackballing, I mean, Kyrie right now. <sighs> okay, we, we went we went, we went, went f- from DMX. Prince. Yeah. We went back from Prince. Yeah. I think don't don't a, even forget Michael I Jackson. I think there's a trend. Don't, don't forget Michael, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson been trying to expose what was going on, but they was on him. They was, they was like. Yo, listen, they, was, they, they, they was threatening they was, his life. B, they were mad when he bought the Beatles. Oh, oh ever bad when he bought the Beatles. Oh, yeah. He came, he's like, oh, yeah, give me those masters. No. All right. Oh. That's right. <laughs> you know, and they had to fork him over. Yeah. And they they, they was upset they about They didn't that. have cash money. But he did, right? Yeah. He sung, we are the world. We are his children. I'm telling you, they were smart with that, though. They were smart where they put the money so that he can actually... Fund those sort of projects, and right? Ideas. You see what I'm saying? So, but let let's let's get into st- to some other stuff now, man. You know what I mean? So, let me ask you, Phoebus, uh-huh. is being independent better than a record deal? Because I, I have my notes here, I'm going to read off, uh-huh. but I want you to go first because I I usually on these pods because I do these so much, I end up taking over things, and I'm just trying to you know I'm trying to sit back and let and, and let people work. So go ahead, sir. What do you feel about a record deal compared to being independent? Which one do you feel is better? I'm going to have to go with long-term, independent, short-term, record deal. Okay, why? I'm going to say because, you know, record deal, <coughs> they're from a record company that's already worked with many DJs, many medias, many places that actually get your whole music catalog, too. Yeah. Right? And so... In the short term, if you wanted to make quick money, as they call it that, you might have to sell a piece of your foot or, you know what I'm saying, sell a piece of yourself to get to this money. But it's a shorter road because the road's already made. And you, I guess a lot of the deals in the hands that needed to be shook have already been shaken. But independent, if you don't want to be pushed around by a record deal, if you don't want to be curtailed, for your creativity, if you want to be able to speak your mind and be actually free in terms of the artist that you need to be or wanted to but be. Let's say, say you intended to be a free artist, a free spoken, free speaking artist. No, I, I know. I, I, the only reason why I'm cutting in is because you know how they he do. He's going to let me work. He no, I, let no, me no, work. no, listen. I'm letting him work. I just want to put out a, 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 a fact. Okay, go. You can get banned off of Spotify, all these things for being too free. Now, yes, people jump in the comments and yell at me and say, well, Joe Rogan, you know why Joe Rogan couldn't get banned, bro. Don't act stupid. Some okay? deals are, have already been made, you know what I mean? And people are making money, so let's go. Ah, 
But go ahead, sir. Sorry. I just wanted to put that out there because I know exactly what you're saying and I agree with it. I just want to make sure people don't get it twisted in their mind that they think they can go out here and say whatever because with free speech still comes consequences. And if you're willing to deal with the consequences, then your speech can be as free as hell. But don't think that you could just say whatever you want, do whatever you want, and you think these powers that be are just going to let you run around without something, without their hand up your it. butt. You I feel me? So... In your free world, you're never free. Freedom is never free. I'm saying if you put boundaries on yourself and you had boundaries on your own mind, right, you know what not to say. Yes, you and know. you know what not to do, so, but as human beings, do we always follow that? I'm just saying not all. I mean, we're talking about the people who don't want to be a hypocrite. We're talking to people who, when they talk, it get done. They straight talkers. So those people, if they had a boundary on their mind... And on their words, they are free within their bounds, for real. But what what freedom when freedom is being taken away, I think it's like when people are telling you you have to be a part of a certain narrative Oop. or a certain story mm-hmm. that you don't believe in. Ah, ah. So and you're, 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 you're saying you. So so what you're saying is I was a young kid who sang in the choir, right, and then. All my life, I wanted to be a free-speaking kind of person, just, you know, speak my mind. I knew my boundaries because I, I was raised in the choir. But now when I get to the record deal, I'm like, you don't want anything sung that I sing out of the choir. Now you want me to sing actually the direct opposite of what I've been. And the only way I can get the money out of this deal is if I stick to singing what I don't believe in. And that's not freedom. I'm no, saying not. that's not freedom. Yeah. So I'm saying freedom as an independent artist is the ability to get up, say you're going to make something, have it created, it's done, and you're able to market it. Very true. Yes. Yes. There's, there's like, yet again. You might not have all the doors open like how a record company or a record deal might have already set up. We, okay. Yeah. But an independent artist is free to choose what doors to open and what doors to close. Of course. So that's exactly why I would say long-term, independent is much better. Look, check Russ. And he was, again, they were, industry was against him for how long until he cracked the industry? Right? Mm-hmm. Same with the yay, same with all your free thinkers in the industry. They first, I mean, they think first they had to sing what everybody wanted them to sing until they made enough loot to pay for this so-called freedom, but Kanye didn't pay. They for no called freedom. him. They took a hundred. They took one point five billion from him, bro. He wasn't even rapping. He went on a podcast and said some stuff. They came through and said, "Yeah, I'm just saying." And I'm, I'm saying, just saying, was he ever free? And I'm saying, he I'm wasn't. saying he more free now. Maybe. I mean, I, I hope so. His brand is free from the deal. Yes. Or deals. But now they've ostracized him. Stand beside right. this man. They locked and you'll suffer the w- same con- they lock, consequences. They locked the doors to where they were going to be able to promote his brand <coughs> or his media or his uh, uh, his projects. Yes. His whole presence now, they just made it to look like he was standing outside of the door waiting to get into the industry now. He's back yes. at that point. But he's free to turn his back on the door and look at the rest of the world now. 
Yes. Yes. I'm not going to so argue that. It might take him a little longer to build up back the same capital, but now he owns everything. Yeah. And he can do what he will. They said the next day after they cut, uh, I don't know what it was, the ties with Adidas, now you're free to make whatever Yeezy brand you wanted to do. Now you're free to make whatever Yeezy you can. Yeah. And that's a true, uh, true statement. Now he just needs more. He needs to build back the doors now, the funding. And so, yeah. And have people that it. are willing to stand beside him regardless. Yeah, because I think he's a lo- his product is loved. His uh his branding was loved. It's just that now they thought that you know how they did it to D- Donald Trump. They demonized him, made everybody think he was speaking evil when he wasn't. And you had to re- rewind tape two years later to get to get the real. I, I suppose. I mean, so I think I think since he turned independent, because we could talk about record deal and independence. Since he became independent, I think he's made more money. Okay. All right. Uh, for for me, I'll look at it this way. Don't mind me reading. I have to make sure I have these notes because I don't want to misquote myself. Um, so, you know, it's it's all about your preference, okay? Yeah. Let's say you're doing 30 mil streams. Mm. You go to a record label. They can push your streams up to 100 million, but you're giving up 80% of your profits now. So it's more about how big you want to be. Do you know what I mean? And how much of the pie you want to hold for yourself as well as the work to collect that pie. Now, if you're a big artist, do the working with the label, you can charge more for a show. You see what I'm saying? Because you you look at 50 in them, like even other artists, like a lot of them, they don't really make too much off of their record sales. What they make is off of touring. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing though, right? Um, the, the benefits of being... Uh, on a label, if you're not an entrepreneurial artist, they can help you with that. Do you know what I mean? Let's say you got no good, mu- you got good music but no investors. They help with that. Do you see what I'm saying? But it's all about your preference and your ultimate goal as an artist, whether you want to be independent or, or or with a label. That's all true. Do you see what I'm saying? And like I said, the eighty percent, it's it's everybody knows. But this is exactly it. This is why you hear crickets when actual stuff is happening in our reality and our black communities being destroyed. You hear crickets because in the deal, you can't do two things. No, they don't. They don't allow that. There's two things Ma- you can't don't do. allow that. Massa don't allow it. Massa tell you sit. Yeah, but yet again, people, you see this though. This is an independent podcast built on an independent platform. So, yes, we will be saying some stuff. But right now, we're going to chill. We're going to build our strength up. We're going to build up our army. We're going to build the people who are listening to us, telling them the truth. And then we're going to start killing people with some facts. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be hard to swallow. It's going to be hard to digest. One thing that me personally, I will say yet again, and I'll continue to say this, us as a people need to stop canceling each other for each mistakes other. and right. counseling each other. You know that canceling. I agree with that. That whole statement, man. You know the whole canceling thing is is it's not of us. No, but you know we we decided to uh, what's join the, the pack. Yeah, because it's like we it, we really enjoy what the art is bringing us. 
So but you, you don't want to be called a racist. You don't want to be called a bigot. You don't want to be called certain things. So you know what some people I do? I voted for Trump, and I was called a racist ah. before he got in. Ah, I even said, you know, I hope everybody should, and I hope y'all have voted for the man. Me, I didn't. The orange man, and I got I flack after flack. So it's okay when you're telling the truth two years later, the real comes out that he had better policies than this man who you have now put in that. No, that of course. Presidency. They say he had better policies than Obama. Do you know what I mean? So isn't this, isn't this the same, though, because Obama couldn't help the black people? No, his hands were tied. His hands were tied. He he had the record deal. Yeah. Trump was an independent. Yeah. That's that's the difference right there. He, Obama had hundreds more millions. Let's say let's say a lot more money. Yeah. Than tied and invested in him than Trump did. Because Trump pretty much was a self made billionaire and he Made his medias happen. Well, I wouldn't say he was self. His daddy loaned him some money, but sure. I'll let it slide. I'm just saying, like, sure. I'm saying from the other medias, they were not investing in him. It yeah. was like nine, nine to one or ten to one or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, if you're of one party with the record deal, you get all the doors. Every you, every media talks great of you. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Right? You get yeah. to go through everything, right? You get to mm-hmm. go to all the meetings. They pay for everything for you. But if you come in as independent and say that you're not going to be a part of the record deal. Yeah, there's a problem. There's a problem. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I was, that's exactly what we're talking about. But you could relate it to almost anything now because yeah. the doctors and the nurses went through that through COVID. Yeah. They were a part of the record deal too. Yeah. Like, like people, when we say record deal, we're not, Generally, we're not speaking generally about music. We're t- we're using that analogy for everything in life, so that you guys can understand that. Like I said, freedom is never free. We'll give you the nice house and the car, but you got to do this for us. And if you don't do this, then we take that away. Take away the nice. House do you know what I mean? Car. Now, if you want to be independent, you see, listen, I'm gonna walk for ten years. It might take you longer. The next the, the next five years, I'm gonna be riding a bike. Next five years after that, I get get myself a beater. Ten years from and, and listen yet again, I know I'm exaggerating, you know, but you're uh, right though. It's not going to be express lane. It's yeah. going to be a lot more, lot more walking work. trial and error, and you're going to have to walk through it yourself at times yeah. because the people who are owning this so-called record deal, they don't want to show you the way to being independent. Here's something I want a gem I got for y'all. I got this from a post, and this guy was was smart. You're talking about financial literacy. The lion or the gazelle's not going to tell the lion how to catch a gazelle. Why would he do that? Right? It's the same thing when it comes to all the stuff we're talking about. Some of these people on the higher up, they're not going to show the poor people how to get anywhere near where they're at Mm -hmm. because for them, we are the commodity. And that's, you're driving me back to the first point. You're right. We are the commodity. If we don't know no better, we can't do no better. Mm. But as we grow and as we learn this knowledge, it's better for us to pass it on to influence people around us and build our circle up. Do you see what I'm saying? Okay. I'm thinking that long term. 
That long term, long term, yeah. long term game is always going to be better. Because I'll say it again, Nipsey Hussle said it, and it's the truth. It is a marathon, not a sprint. You see, yeah. so like we can't be on this. I want it now. Right. You know what I mean? I had that when I was young. I had that thought, I want it now. I want it now, 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 now. Mm. And then I started realizing, yo, man. You know, and shouts out to my little Brody that helps edit these podcasts because he, in the dream of me wanting to do this, shout out to DJ44 again too, he, the two of them, including my cousin Da Vinci, they, they sat me down and said, you really want to do this, Okay. I said, yeah. So we'll stop talking about it. Be about it. I hear that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's that oh, okay. Road. You you need this. Here's half the guap. Find the rest. Mm-hmm. You want to do this? Oh, oh. You know you you want to you want to put these episodes out the way they are. My brother said, sit down, and learn how to edit. You know what I mean? Get the equipment so you can you can not cut corners, but make certain things easier so that you can put stuff out at a high quality without having to pay John, Joanne, and Janine. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you took the independent. Yeah. So you know that if you would have sat here and took the record deal side of things of the podcast, let's say, the deal of side of the podcast, you know they wouldn't let you speak the way I wanted things. to. Yeah. Of course. I've been called misogynistic. I've been called racist. I've been called a lot of things. Which one are you more satisfied with? Which one do you believe is better? I believe the independent route is better because it's, for me, I don't need to be rich. I need to be wealthy. And being wealthy is having good people around me, no more suffering. The next generation after me doesn't have to do what I have to do. The next generation after me can, you know, become scientists, become doctors, become the next group of of people okay. to to push our culture, to push our living to a higher standard. Now, I hope that in me doing this, that they don't become so lazy and lackadaisical mm. that they think everything's easy. Because guess what? What? You know what I mean? I can see this honestly, me and my Brody have dumped 10K in equipment alone. Yeah. To Studio. make this possible. You're right. You're right. I haven't seen a dollar yet, and I'm okay, baby. You want to know why? Because if I don't work on my craft, how people are supposed to respect it? I can't expect everybody to jump on board and want to pay me money for this for this game I'm giving out. Okay, I'm giving okay. out a million dollars a game for free. Shout out to Gilly the Kid and, and Wallow, too, man. No no copyright. Don't, 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 don't do that. All right? Right? I'm joking. Anyways, but... You know what I mean? It, building things from the ground up for me has always felt so much better. Shout out to Dynamite Boxing Club, too. They host the Uppercuts podcast. It's coming out again soon. We kind of chilled back on that for a minute. But, you know, it. your net worth is going to be based off your network. I Get bet. It. I bet. You see, and when you're independent, when you're independent, your net worth is going to be your network. Oh, definitely. I hear that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. It you still c- comes to who you know. 
how the relationship how is, show up. Yeah. how you deal with people, how you handle stressful, stressful situations, and how you conduct yourself. Now, if I hold myself to a high standard, it's not fair for me to hold you to the same standard, but if we have the conversation before we start anything, and I say, I'm going to hold you accountable the same way you need to hold me accountable, mm-hmm. then we have an understanding, which means if I don't do my job, we don't eat. You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I can't come to you now and start crying about, oh, I ain't eating. Well, did you do the work? Well, uh, this came up. No, 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 no. We all have the same 24 hours, baby. So that's it's all about what you do with that's it. That's the independent right there. Yeah. Because you could almost see that there would be a total alignment when it comes to a record deal. And if there was no alignment, if there was somebody out of line, shall I say, that person would be dealt with. Accordingly. Very accordingly quick. to, because there's so much on the line. And so maybe the independent should be almost thinking exactly the way the record deal should be thinking, but without the curtailing of speech or the curtailing of the creativity or the actual trying to own somebody else's art. You know yeah, no, of course. But yet again, right? It goes to the council culture. Hey, problem example. Your son does something wrong. Back in the day, our parents used to bust us up. Bust us up. Bust us up. Heard it. Now, Go ahead. us as parents, we'd rather sit our children. Like, one thing I tell my daughter all the time, good behavior begets, she goes, good rewards. Bad behavior begets, she goes, bad rewards. I said, okay, you understand that. You're only seven years old, and I'm not expecting you to know right from wrong right away. But I do want you to start to understand that if you act a certain way, it affects. It will affect you, and it may affect others around you. So as much as I'm an individual. And that's an actual worth. If, even though I'm an individual, mm-hmm. and we're doing this podcast together, if I'm out here doing some crazy-ish, and they come now and they come watch the pod, they go, oh, there's that crazy dude. Oh, the guy beside him, he knew everything he was doing. He crazy, too. Immediately. Associated. Without even seeing that's right. if you were privy to those things, because remember, like I said, right? People got skeletons in their closet. Mm-hmm. Some people aren't the same people they were ten years ago. Some people are; they just hide it better. You know. Shouts out to Dave Dash. Evil doesn't come without a disguise. Of course, it's like evil is always disguised. It's the smiling face that has the hand. I'll say, mm-hmm. I'll help you. While in the same time, they trying to do you like Caesar. They sharpening that knife and waiting for the perfect opportunity to poke you. I've been through that. You've been through that. We, you know what I'm saying? Not going to get into details, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know when I'm somebody saying. set you up for the okie doke. And because you felt like, yes, this person is for the cause. This person does believe. Ooh. You blindly and naively Ooh. allowed certain things to slip. Yep. And then next That's thing it. you know... Yeah. You're like, ooh, ah, ah, ooh. Yeah. Yo, John. Yeah. And John saying, I told you last week. Yeah. I told you last month. I told you last year. Mm. You were just blind to it. So you're saying that we should just cut the record deal stuff? Just get for, right out of it? I, for independence art, independent artists who wants to make a change, who wants to be the change, who knows their worth... Do not sign that so joint. So, again, you're going back to, let's say, your Kendrick Lamars and your J. Coles. 
So are you, can you say that they don't know their worth? They do. They the, do. The, the the thing is, though, because J- Kedrick just came out of this deal. He's no longer with Top uh, top Dog Entertainment. Okay. Right? But that was a grassroots thing that was built. Right. Like, without Kendrick. his homies or no, Yeah. Like without Kendrick, Top Dog would not exist. Period. Well, not without his bangers. No, no. Without Kendrick. Yeah, you're right. It would not. I'm not dissing Absol. No. I got love for J Rock. Yeah. I got love for Schoolboy Q. Yeah. All good. Yeah. But if people, like, I had a conversation with one of my cousins the other day, and I said, Kendrick's last album reminds me of Overly Dedicated. And for the people out here that are Kendrick fans, I need you to listen to both those albums and tell me that the message isn't almost similar. And remember, Overly Dedicated is before he had a record deal and blew up. This, like, his last album, a lot of people weren't feeling it because they're like, oh, he's talking nonsense. Listen to the message. Messages. Well, I, I, I call the whole album a message. Do you know what I mean? Because every there's a message in every song. There's, do you know what I mean? He, he, he talks about things that go over people's head. And I know that we're in the generation right now where people just want to hear beats and some yah, 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 yah. They don't want substance. If they wanted substance, Killer Mike would go platinum. If they Voila. wanted substance, Voila. they're getting that substance. They're getting that substance from that last KL record. Can't lie. Listen, like, I know, but what I'm saying is more people are going to that due to the fact Kendrick's already put out so much work that you that's certified, right? No, wait, wait, wait. It's how the man said it. It's how he brought it across. He brought it across almost like the violence was actually happening in your home. It's not nothing light that he's dropping. He ain't no, dropping I'm not, nothing light. I'm not no, saying I'm that. Saying, I'm, I'm saying this. You know, uh, you could do the public enemy speech, I guess, if I want to talk about that. I'm saying you could turn away from the offensive music and try and make bubbly Music that is going to, uh, let's say, empower a culture, right? Yeah. But I think he stayed in the dirt, and with the grit, he made this, record, this record. Yeah. Like, I think there's a, a lot of profanities, a lot of, you know what I mean? A lot of uh, anger behind the messaging. Yeah, I mean, but this is what people were driving. This is what people would drive up and want to see. They want to see the anger. They want it. They want it. And this is probably why they even sold it because it's so angry. It's so. It's not even. I'm not saying like. I'm not trying to say like the album is an angry album. No, but it was an album based on facts. Like you know when, when, when he goes, LeBron James is not your savior. You know, this person is not your savior. I'm not your savior. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like all he's saying is. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. You can't follow everything and everything I say is not the truth. But I can be real with you and tell you my experiences. And if you sp- experience right. the same, my brother, these are the routes you can go to fix that. Yeah, and he has to say it in a rough way so that you can, as the absorb hood cat, it, absorb it. Because all they've been spoon-feeding you is... The rough stuff. But, but hold on. This is another thing, too. Like, when I go back to DMX, like, I tell people, if you go and listen to his albums, as much as there was violence and all this stuff, he was telling your story but still giving you a message. P- 
people like it's like people forget DMX from the very first album was praising God. Yeah. He was praising God. He was saying, the devil has a hold of me. I'm doing these things because of my circumstances, but God, please show me a sign. When you listen to the song Slipping, I'm Falling, I Can't Get Up, he's talking about his drug addiction. He's talking about losing, losing faith in God. He's talking about being around all this madness and feeling like I just got to where I wanted to be, mm-hmm. and it's not what it seems. Right. Like it's not where it's supposed to be. See, that's that walk with the record deal. Right? But at the same time, though, DMX's music was so powerful yeah. that there's, like I said, I'm an 80s baby. He, to me, is one of the greatest artists of all time. Because if you just look like, we can't, we're not going to say all of his catalogs, but I'll say his first five albums, classics. Yeah, that's to me, though. That's, that's to me, though. I'm not saying that other people, uh, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Because if you listen to the music and the message, like, do you know what I mean? It's just, for me, it's different. But his first album at the time of my life where I was going through a lot of turmoil and a lot of stuff was going on with me, as a, as a youth in junior high, as a teenager, adolescent practically, he gave me so many messages and so many things like, even his song of the Great Depression, I Miss My Grandmother. I listened to that song every once in a while because my grandmother passed. I felt his pain. It was more relatable that's they, to that's me. What, that's what they're selling. That's what they're selling. We can say that's what they're selling, but you have to look at the artist itself too, right? Like, they sold a lot of Michael Jackson's music, but you can't tell me Michael Jackson's music didn't have a strong message in it that he was feeling himself that drew people to him. Because... In that music, he could be his genuine self. Not every artist gets that, like we were saying. Some artists, they have to talk about the bitches and hoes and weed and to blow up. You see what I'm saying? And then if they want to, once they get their money up, a la Kanye, they can now switch the role and say, you know what? I made enough. Done. Guess what? I'm going to tell you all the truth. And people can take it however they want. I can hear that. That. And it's not actually in every case that that, no. that, that freedom is actually allowed to, to no. pay your way out. But, you know, even before the music industry and you're talking about slave and cotton and all that, people would talk about buying their freedom. Of course. Know? Or talk about them killing their own slave owner. Right. Right, to gain their freedom. Exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, it does. you have to go up a rank. First, you are to field. Negro, and then you are the house Negro, and yeah. now you're so close to the to the owner now, and then all of a sudden you have the idea to free the slaves. But you've been so indoctrinated by the slave owner. Of course. And now, like, you and him become friends because he took you from the field and put you in the house. And now you're feeling like if you betray the slave owner, you're not going to get the same food that you got. Well, that, that's the house that Negro. Giving, I'm saying... But I'm saying that the house Negro came from the field. Of course, but also that the house Negro came from the field and had more loyalty to the master than the master had to themselves. Yeah, that's cra- okay, that's crazy. You see what I'm they saying? Forget, like totally forgetting the field. About for- the for- forget the field. They forgot themselves. They said this is heaven. 
Yes. I'm gonna do whatever to stay in heaven yeah. that I need to do. That's what they. That's probably what they were thinking. Crazy. I got good food. I got a roof over my head. I ain't picking cotton. Blase, 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 blah. But yeah, and they thought to themselves that they, they was doing free. something good. They thought they was, free. and they thought they was free. Yeah. But I, you know what? I'm gonna reverse that. I, I don't, don't think that they thought they were free. I think that they felt they had freedom due to they were in the grace of their master. So yet again, not to not to go crazy with the, the quotations, but Django, the man goes, hey, look at this nigga. You can't, he's not wait, like the wait. rest of the niggas. What is Django here. again? It's uh D- J- Django is a movie that's done by um the boy there. What's his name again? DiCaprio. Di- well, DiCaprio, Vincent don't Tarantino. forget. Yeah, and Jamie Foxx. An so, idea from Kanye West. Right? Okay, so, you know what I mean? There's that one scene where, you know, Django pulls up, and they go, yo, you can't treat him like the other niggas around here because he's not like the other niggas. And Samuel Jackson, who's the house nigga, uh-huh. was like, what do you mean you can't? He's a nigga. You see what I'm saying? So that that ties into, yet again, what I was saying. Like, the, the house Man, dude. so much. The house dude is like, yo. I'm I'm free because I'm in the good graces of my master. Sees another Negro who's completely free. What what field? I'm out here riding a horse. I'm out here. I'm out here killing these people. What are you gonna tell me? Right. While you're whipping them like they was whipping me and my wife. Right. Yeah. But he looking he at him no like identity. he's the enemy. He has no identity of of slavery. Well, right. he has an identity, but he denounces it. Right. Okay. While the house Negro accepts it he cherishes it he he puts it up on a pedestal and says look who i am so this is actually exactly the independent route and the record deal route right there you see what i'm saying yeah so let's so get this let, let's get into this last little thing before we get up out of here okay you know i mean we've we been doing this joint for about a, 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 a hour now but okay the best way to capitalize on your music now uh, getting it done. And, you know, if you have an idea to get something finished, it, it's it's about just finishing the product and getting it out to the hands that can move it a little further than, than you can reach. Because I think there are no real best ways, but they're all good ways to get out. Like, the more you reach, the more it's out there. Yeah. That's where it's at right now. And I, I think if you were to choose a record deal to get it out there, they may take away from your creativity to get it further. Okay. Um, for me, I'll say this due to the fact that I myself participate in this. For one, social media, as much as we want to treat it like the enemy, it is our friend. Use every single social media platform you can use. TikTok, you might get 100 views. On Instagram, you get 500,000. On Facebook, you might get a million. On YouTube, you might get two million. So, man, you, you have to utilize you talk, everything. You, you brought up, you brought up Facebook and Instagram, right? Yeah, TikTok, YouTube. Okay, sure, TikTok, YouTube is probably owned by somebody different. Of course, but like I said, these are all social media platforms that you can build something off of. You know what yeah. I mean? Nothing's for free. You know what I mean? Like, you, you have to put the work in. That's one. Two, um, networking and also 
learning to do these things yourself. The more you Definitely. know, the more you can keep in your pocket. Definitely. Now, if you don't want to work, like Puff Daddy says and I say, you don't eat. That's the truth. You get me? Yeah, yeah. If you don't work, you don't eat. Now, I can pay you to produce this podcast. Right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. That's money out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. But if you've learned it yourself, ah, now that's money towards your marketing. Well, I don't need to put no money towards my marketing. I've got Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, oh, you TikTok. Got, oh, yeah. And these are all free platforms. They're free to I, use. I, I, exactly. All I got to do is put the work in to make the content yeah. pop. Yeah. And you know how I do that? I learn. Nothing, Rome wasn't built in a day. Tell so, if, Rome wasn't if, built in a day. Yeah. So, if you take time to perfect your craft, Phoebus, you've been producing music for 20 years. You're not the same producer 20 years ago you are today. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, you know, because I just, you know, when you, after, after a certain time, you just don't accept a lower vibration of living. Like, you don't, you don't. You always expect more out of yourself, especially when it's yourself who's building it. You don't work, you don't eat. You, don't. you perfected your craft, yeah. and you're still perfecting it. Still perfecting. You still, right? You're still learning. something new. Exactly. Yeah. So we live in a society where people think things are supposed to be given to them. They don't have to work for them. They just, oh, I just showed up. It's mine. Oh, well, sorry to tell you this, buddy. Put in the work, okay? There's boxes. Okay. There's... All these uh, other people that are doing things where, you know, yet again, shouts out to my brother, shouts out to DJ44, shouts out to Dynamite Boxing Club, shouts out to my cousin Da Vinci, shouts out to a lot of people, okay, who, if, if I told you how many times I wanted to give up on certain things and the voice in my head, R.I.P. Ma, Chasen, Leeford, Grandma, and, and thanks to God as well. How many times Amen. I let small-minded people push me out of something? Remember I told you that whole Amazon story in my G? You know what I mean? I've got, I've got receipts. I thought about that joint before it even happened. Mm. And I brought it to some people. Because I myself... I. I didn't want to put the work in by myself. I said, mm. you know what? Let me let me bring some people together. Let's do it. They told me you're too ambitious. You're too this. You're too that. Now, but it, but it was only that you were too much for them. Too much for them, but also I didn't reach out to the right people. I went to people who were in the same situation as me, oh, who 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 could who had certain things I didn't have that could have helped on the journey, right? But here's the thing, though. I let their small mind thinking trick me, and it tricked them too. Out of $5 billion, $500 billion. I let that happen. Like, I'm not blaming them. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm blaming myself for accepting what they told me and saying, you're right. I ain't doing that no more. Yeah. And they this whole been... pod, I've been doing this podcast and stuff for four years, my G. Uh-huh. Three different platforms. Uh-huh. One of them is, is booming up. I'm figuring things out. But it's you know, the work. It, it's the work. Yeah, the it's the, the work. So you're saying, if you want to go independent, because it sounds like an independent podcast. Yeah, definitely. You're gonna have to put in all that work. All the work. You're gonna have to network. You're gonna have to find people to do things. If even if it's like a, a friendly exchange, right? Like, look at it this way. Imagine I I get beats for you for for the intros for podcasts, right? Sure. 
So I do that. In return, you have your own podcast. Now, yeah, of course, it's going to cost a little bit of money, but the money that I would charge somebody that I don't know that ain't doing nothing for me okay. is going to be way greater than what I'm going to charge you. Because okay. guess what? We're working as a unit. So if I'm charging somebody five hundred or a thousand dollars a show, I'm like, yo, my G, just slide me a little two fifty, man. You be you be hooking me up with beats. You keep it, and then at the same time, I'm doing that now for other people's podcasts. Yeah. Now I can take the beats that I'm buying from you or you're giving me, and I can sell them to them and say, yo, listen, if you need beats, go to Phoebus. Boom. Do you see that network? You see how that circle works? I do. I do. You see what I'm saying? The problem is. Everybody wants to be the boss, but they can't be a good soldier. I've been dealing with this for four years. Like, I can tell you personally, I've tried to work with so many it people happens. and realized that sometimes their agenda and mine don't line up, Let me but they you. line up with me uh-huh. for that reason because they want to use me for my potential. That's right. That's right. And once they realize that I've already caught on to the game, yeah. they're either ashamed and they distance themselves it's the same or thing. I... Or I myself say, you know what? I'm cutting the umbilical cord, no, and it's I just the same thing. The Kanye, the Kyrie, it's the same thing. They got hip on some. They got to the game. The game was given to them, right? Yeah. And then they got smarter than where they're playing at, right? Yeah. And now they're not allowed to play in the game anymore. Yeah. But they're not allowed to play in that arena anymore. They just don't play the game. That's right. They just got to figure another way to, to to get the game started again. Back in the arena or choose a different arena, right? You know what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm saying the work to be an independent artist is a lot more uh, beneficial. We'll just it's harder and it's more beneficial, but it's also more rewarding. Yeah, beneficial leads to great rewards, praise God. But I'm saying, like, I'm thinking... Uh, the record deal is the people you're talking about that don't want to do the work. They yep. want to go for the ride, yep. but they want to enjoy all the benefits. Yeah. So they don't actually have your best interest of They don't want to be the bus driver. Product. They don't, don't want to be, be the bus driver. They want to be a passenger. That's right. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay to be the passenger and, then tell the, and then tell the bus driver, yo, listen, I'll take over for a minute. That's because everybody's got to play the role. Or say, you know, I'm going to get off at this stop. I can't go as far as you. Yeah. Yeah, I wish the, you know what I mean? the, that most passengers... Or, or or say, hey, listen, I got snaps on the petrol. That is contributing. Like that. You see what yeah. I'm saying? But yet again... It, but then everybody would be enjoy, Everybody would be a part of the ride or playing their position within the ride if they just said where they want to be along the along the journey. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Some want to get let off early. Some want to drive or take over the bus driver. Or some want to give snaps on the petrol and say, let's go. Yeah, you're right. You see but everybody saying? had a position there. But that's the problem. Like I said, everybody want to be a boss, but they're not a good soldier. For for a general, okay. I'm gonna leave. This is gonna be my last thoughts, and I'm gonna let got. you. I'm gonna let you get off your last thoughts and we go get out of here. But get out of here. okay, listen. The general of any army started exactly where the grunt started. Oh, for sure. So when he tells the grunt to dig the hole, the grunt shouldn't be looking at him saying, "Well, you just got here." No, grunt. Look at his stripes. Not every single general got it, did it that way. So let's not confuse things, okay? Let's, right. Okay? Let's be realistic. Right. Most generals, they started at the bottom. And they put the work in. They put the time in. They showed the dedication. And they made things happen. Mm-hmm. So now they're at that position. Now, 
the way that they treat the grunt, they may treat the grunt differently from the way they were treated. They might not be as soft, but they might be more understanding and more diplomatic in how they they assign things to people because they realize they are a human being. Okay. They can only do so much. Okay. But if you don't pull your weight, we will leave you here. And if you say you want to get in the car, don't tell me like Trey, hey, yo, let me out. Because when I let you out, I'm doing 100, and I'm throwing you out that joint. So while you, and I know, yet again, I'm trying to learn this thing called grace. You know what I'm saying? But for some people, they super wicked. And I'm telling you, God don't score me for this. Sometimes their skin has to burn for them to learn. You feel me? I'll give you a little story yet again. I know I'm going on a long diatribe. No, that was a long diatribe. I thought I thought it was going to be passed over to me. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. I, I love motorcycles. I just sold my motorcycle a little while ago. I'm going to get a new one soon enough. I used to start on my motorcycle. Boom, boom, pop wheelies, right? And I had a homeboy that was better at it than me. And one day, we over at a little stunting spot. He popped it. Like, he, he did his bike up so he can do it. My bike was stock, but he did the same thing on my bike he did on his. I let the devil fool me. I said, man, he ain't shut up. Do the same. Buddy, what I mean, I burnt off half my ass cheek out here looking like Mike. And, and, and my wife had to nurse me back to health for like a few weeks. I couldn't even go to work, couldn't even sit down, couldn't even joke, couldn't do nothing, rude boy. And I, like when the water hit me on the first day, man, boy, I called out so many names you would have thought me and Lucifer were brothers. Gosh. Okay. Gosh. But yet again, that just goes to like, you know what I mean? Don't don't get too ahead of, ahead of yourself. Always be willing to learn. Always be willing to grow. And always be willing to take people for who they are. That's what I'll leave y'all with. Go okay, ahead. Okay. Yeah. I guess if I want to follow up from to that, then I would have to say, you know, get a skill set of your own. Because maybe your skill set might not be my skill set. Mm-hmm. But with your skill set and my skill set, we can go further. Yeah. So if we can understand each other and maybe even seek and, and know our strengths and weaknesses, if we can be open about that, then maybe we can go further using our each other in a way where it's going to benefit both of us. Because we, of course. we are all different, mm -hmm. but we all can be used for one single plan. Yeah. That's it. But like I said, right? Soldier. Boss. Hey. You know? Remember the two seconds? All right. We out of here. We out of here. Hey, yo, yeah. listen, man. Check us out. We will be dropping soon enough on all platforms. You will find us on the YouTube Bounce of Opinions. It is the collective. Yes. It's your boy, King ECG, yeah. and my guy. Bus a bus, Mr. Feebust. Huh? Till next time, people.